Good morning, this is Vicky. And this is Joe, and, and we're, we're the Two Natural Ladies. And we talk about the good news we all need and ways of getting the most out of life. We help people with practical, uplifting ways we can all make a difference. And we're striving for better, not perfect. And we love a good laugh. Please enjoy the show. And welcome to everyone listening this morning from Victoria, Australia and beyond. And thank you for joining us. And Vicky, mm-hmm. happy World Dolphin Day. Yes. It was six days ago, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Yes. Well, we've been talking about dolphins a lot mm, lately. We have. Mm. We have. And I was saying to my grandson on the, on, uh, on the beach on Saturday, I said, now, you're very good at creating things. Just create the dolphins out there right now. <laughs> it didn't work. Anyway. Oh, they were hiding. Yes. 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 Or oh, I think they'd already gone... Because we were in Dramana. I think they'd already gone to closer to where you live and I live. Ah, yes. So I think that's what they do. They do the vent, the venture towards the city. Do you think they have, like, they do that every day, the same, like... I, I thought so. Circuit. I could be wrong. Mm. Well, there you go. I mean, I have known to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> Rarely. <laughs> I know. The, the, the earth shifts on its axis when yes. it happens. Yes. <laughs> On a completely different note, yes, I did want to have a chat about this gorgeous show that I'm watching because another thing we've talked about is mm. people ageing and what happens and particularly in our Western society how mm. we segregate and people, older people can get extremely lonely whether mm. they're in residential care or they're in their own home mm. and this beautiful program called Old People's Homes for Four-Year-Olds <laughs> and the first season was where the four-year-olds went into residential care places mm. and visited certain um, elderly people. This is the opposite. The elderly people who live at home on their own are going into kinder. Mm. And sitting it, on those little chairs. No, no. They're, they're, they're being <laughs> kind to them. But they're actually – they do a number of tests with them, first mm. on them, both their mobility and also their mental health state. Mm. And over half – I think there was about 14 people in the group and – over half of them had depression yeah. when it first started. I don't know what the end result is yet because it hasn't finished. And and there were a couple of people who were quite reticent mm. to be involved in it, one person in particular. Even in – I've watched week one and week two, the difference in the people, the elderly, but the kids too. See, mm. this is the thing. This is not just about, oh, let's help the elderly. Mm. This is about intergenerational port help. Some of the kids have never really dealt with older people or been around older people and what they're learning. Mm. And it's it's been structured so that the elderly – are what's the word there? They're pushed with, with their memory and their physical abilities, and um, so so they're using certain things. But it's they're having fun, and I've cried each time I've watched it. It's so beautiful, and the whole idea, which is even more exciting than this, because this is 12, twelve kids and twelve adults, is if this works, which it has, mm. they're looking at doing it well Australia wide. I mean, it should be worldwide. I just love it. So this is an Australian thing. Yeah. Right. I think it's in Sydney. Mm. Yeah. So it's called Old People's Homes for for Four-Year-Olds. And I just love the whole concept because, of course, you know, my husband watches it and he goes, well, that's what happens in our village Mm. all the time because the the middle group in our age are out working. Mm. So it's the elderly who are looking after the young. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's great that there's a program Mm. and that they're discovering or rediscovering this, but it would be really lovely for it to be a normal 
village life yes you know thing that we get back to yeah yeah because yeah. i mean we segregate from an early age i mean mm. the kids are in prep and grade one and grade two and you know I, often when my kids are in school i'm thinking that's that's not normal you don't throw a whole heap of kids into the same age group you no, know that's right. you in in villages every, you know, people interact with all ages yeah so, yeah, I'd love for that too. And my kids were in a school for a while where they were all in, in one group of different ages. Mm, yeah. And, you know, I'd like to see that come back. Yes, mm. yes. And certainly, I mean, my kids were in Montessori, which was three age groups mm. in one. And they very much, and I'm sure it was probably the same with, with where your kids went, where it was very much about the older kids helping the younger. So yeah. so learning that leadership and mm. and support and the kids. And, and that's the thing. You know, we're all learning from all different age groups mm. and you could see, again, back to this program, the, the elderly getting younger every day, mm. you know, with playing and dressing up and yeah. just uh, they have concerts and just things that they just wouldn't be doing at all and yeah. loving it. Mm. And the kids and the connections that were made, because young ones are so quick at connecting yeah, and very quickly the, the young ones were making connections with particular uh, elderly people it was mm. just was div- it's divine and and yes as you said it's it normalize let's normalize this yes perfect mm. so there you go well and i think i mean as you know i've been you know getting out and playing sandcastles with my kids mm. that are who are you know adults <laughs> yeah if uh, i think even village life would impact that because i think as a parent I felt very, you know, I had to be responsible all the time. And if, if there was more of a village around, then, yeah, you know, everyone's more supported. Exactly. Mm. Yes, that's right. And it's very isolating. I mm. remember when my first son was born, it felt extremely isolating and I, I couldn't connect with anyone. I mean, they, they tried to put me into a mother's group, mm. but the mothers were actually, because I was quite a young mum and they were, you know, sort of old. Well, they were six years older or something. Oh, and wow. Yes. And different ideas and thoughts. And mm. it just I just didn't connect with them. Yes. So, yeah, it was quite – it wasn't until I started going to the gym and, you know, working out – no. <laughs> I, actually, I actually started swimming and putting my son into creche. And then I did go into like an aerobics class and I met some ladies through that. And that's how I connected, mm. you know, because – can't just connect with anyone but yes it is it make it does it makes sense we've got to somehow create village life yes let's do that Mm. and all the other things that we need to do yes (laughs) well again you know you know where we have to go um straight to the top (laughs) oh dear Uh, i've actually got adrian hello adrian from scarborough in uh, the uk and he said we have had oldies and kids doing that here some homes let them go to infant schools and vice versa. Not nationally, but a lot of schools do this. So okay. that's cool. That is cool. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's something I did actually suggest uh, many years ago to our little community school that we should go and visit a old people's mm. home. But at the time, it didn't. They they felt that there was too many logistical issues around that. So, and that's the thing. I think if it's if it's if it's unusual, then. It's it's hard to implement, yes. but if it's normal, that's right. Then it's normal. Yes, exactly. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's right. All the hoops you may have to go through if, if, you, mm. if you try and explain the, the, the benefit of this, mm. you know, and rather than, oh, no, you know, it's their time for this or whatever. <laughs> time whatever. for their cup of tea. Yes, exactly. I, I remember, yeah. yes, when my grandparents got older, it was, yeah, there were, yeah four o'clock was, I don't know what time it was, mm. but, you know, very regimented yes. their timing. Yes, yes. yes. I, I know that well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then it's like, well, and you know, part of it is, do you respect that? And the other part of it is, you know, look, come on, guys, live a little, you know. <laughs> I know, I know. I, my my grandkids find it quite quite frustrating because my my mum says because she does most of the talking, <laughs> she she'll say to them. We'd, we'd love you to come over, mm. but we're available between 10.15 and 11.15 on this date. Yes. yes. <laughs> Don't come before or after kind of thing. So it's like, well, I'm sorry, we can't come at that time. No. So it's like, you know, Mum, you've got to give a bit here yes. if, you, if you want to actually see your grandkids, which, which she do, they do. They work it out. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, there's a lot. Of, but my parents have always been like that. Right. They've been always very on-time people. Yes. Even when they partied. Even when they partied. Like it's 1999. That's right. Yes. They had to have all the guests arrive at a certain time? No. Well, actually, when they did, I mean, here's something that I loved and I wanted to do but never did because I didn't um, marry a party person, as in he wasn't big on parties. They, for two months, and they did it for two or three years in Mm. a row, so all of June and July, they just invited everyone they knew and they knew you know, say 150, 200 people, mm. and they just said, come any Saturday night. Yep. And it wasn't, it was, say, between 7 and 12. So it wasn't, you know, an all-nighter. Mm. BYO alcohol, and I think mum and dad had wine and che- some wine and some cheese or something, you know, so it was just, and uh, just come. And they had a book, which I'm still, I'm sure they've still got somewhere. And sometimes they'd have 25 people, and they wouldn't know who's coming. So you didn't have to tell, just come. Other times they'd have 150 people. Wow. It was just, yes, they were able to just... Be flexible. Be flexible, <laughs> yes, yes. You've been listening to the Two Natural Ladies podcast. Visit twonaturalladies.com.au for more information. Thanks for joining us.